and welcome to Rogue Pixels, the podcast that shares your love of the biggest and best animations online. Each week, I, Colm O'Hearn, chat with the creators of the most successful tunes on the internet to learn all about how those cartoons came into existence. This week, we are talking about Doom Crossing. Who knew a ukulele could go so well with a double kick pedal? And the answer to that is video game parody band The Chalk Eaters. This animated music video was released in April 2020 and at time of recording has received over 55 million views on YouTube and well over 20 million plays on Spotify. Look, why don't you have a listen to a short snippet of the beginning of the song and then I'll see you on the other side of that with two people who were involved with creating this folksy pop punk metal delight. The life was quiet all around. Cute little island, nice and nonviolent. But everything turned upside down when a new guy came to town. So joining me today to discuss Doom Crossing is the Chalk Eaters producer, composer, and songwriter. It is returning Rogue Pixels guest, Alias. Hello, Alias. Hello, nice to be here. <laughs> and alongside him is another returning Rogue Pixels guest. It is the Chalk Eaters art director and main artist. It's Pondus. Hello, Pondus. Hello. Firstly, thank you very much both for coming back on the podcast. It's great to have you. You gave our listeners a breakdown of who the Chalk Eaters are on your first appearance on the podcast. So if you're only coming into the podcast now, dear listener, go into the archives and have a listen to that. At this beginning stage of our chat, what I always do is I get my guests to detail what happens in their video. So before we get really into the the nuts and bolts of how the song and the animated music video was created, Alias, could you tell the people at home, what Doom Crossing is about in 60 seconds or less, please. Generally, it's about friendship. <laughs> uh, there's these uh, two very famous franchises, Animal Crossing and Doom, that have nothing in common. I mean, they had nothing in common until uh, one day, two games uh, of these franchises uh, released at the same time. And people started making memes about how uh, Doom guy from Doom uh, befriended Isabel from Animal Crossing. And it was this very wholesome meme. And uh, we decided that why not we do a song about it? Uh, mixing the genres, the uh, like unmixable <laughs> genres of music from uh, Animal Crossing, like this light uh, ukulele stuff uh, with heavy metal of Doom. We thought that it could be a pretty good song. And it's about friendship. It's about how very different characters, very different people <laughs> essentially uh, can uh, connect and uh, make friends to each other and uh, like have fun, even um, if they're very different. As you say, the pairing of Doomslayer and Isabel from Animal Crossing is just understood now. The reason for that is because both Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons launched on the same day, the 20th of March, 2020. Before recording this podcast, I was trying to chart at what point did people start putting Isabel and Doom Guy together? And the earliest examples of it that I can find are kind of late-ish summer 2019. And it kind of ramped up from there when things like the official Doom account started to acknowledge the, the meme 
And then by late 2019, it was just absolutely everywhere. So, Alias, when does the idea to actually write a song about Doomguy and Isabel enter your head? As far as I remember, it wasn't actually my idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of our artists, uh, Ilya Tetum, who, who drew the uh, Doom part in, in Doom Crossing. I think it was uh, his thought that uh, what if we do a, a, like a song about it? And I was like, wow, this is brilliant. <laughs> and um, I, I started having pictures of how it could sound in my head. Uh, like, uh, what, what if we just put together the, uh, the very lighthearted style of Animal Crossing in music and uh, Mick Gordon's metal doom stuff? Well, it, it actually came together very quickly. <laughs> Because the, the idea itself was so great. I don't remember when, uh, or no, uh, February, I think, maybe. Pandas, when you know that this Doom and Animal Crossing Chalk Eaters crossover is coming, are you excited to create art for it? Because am I right in saying you created the art for the Animal Crossing sections and then yes. uh, yeah, somebody else created art for the, the Doom sections. But... I'm guessing being the art director, you would have had some involvement in the Doom sections? Well, that was the second project that I worked on. And I wasn't really an art director back then. And in this project, we just uh, split up our work. So I was working on the Animal Crossing part and Hunter Neve and another artist worked on the Doom part. I helped a bit, but I haven't done any artwork. And the, um, the first question, I, I haven't played either of the games, but... Oh, really? Yeah. The Animal Crossing art is absolutely spot on. I liked the aesthetics of Animal Crossing. I wanted to play it at some point, but I don't have the Nintendo Switch. But, well, I looked up for a lot of pictures, like screenshots, so I had a lot of references. Because it is so faithful to Animal Crossing, that's why I sounded surprised, I guess, that you, you hadn't played it. At the time uh, we were working on this project, the game, uh, it, it wasn't released yet, so I just had some screenshots from the trailers uh, and some of the Previous Animal Crossing games, I think they, they had some similar games. I think you also played the mobile game or there was something. Yeah, I, I played the mobile, but it's it looks a bit different. Musically then, Alias, this song is very complex in that basically you have, you've alluded to it, but I want to say three different genres in here. It starts off with a sort of a bit of bouncy, ukulele, poppy folk. Then you have some super hard metal and then it goes into pop punk. So how much of a challenge was it to get all of those musical styles to work together? Or was it actually, yeah, surprisingly natural? Well, uh, there were different stages of this production and... Um Probably it would be a question to our sound engineer, uh, Tim, who did an amazing job at like, um, making all these different genres sound good as one song. 
because uh, on early stages of production, when uh, I went to Yergi, uh, um, we usually work like uh, I go to Yergi's and we do some demos and we like record some stuff and it doesn't really sound uh, good enough at this point. <laughs> so uh, this idea was um, weird and hard to do from, from, from the start. I'm, I wasn't sure if we get there to be honest. <laughs> uh, so until I had uh, Tim's work on the sound, when, yeah, when I heard that it actually can work. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, like playing with these uh, styles. We tried to do some uh, instruments from the metal part uh, and incorporate them into the soft parts. And uh, we also tried to do otherwise, like to... Uh, mix the ukulele with uh, metal guitars <laughs> and stuff like this. Uh, but well, we ended up uh, like splitting the whole thing into uh, sections that would work on their own and just uh, and ended up uh, with just uh, them going into each other suddenly. Suddenly, yes, but still smoothly. Like you say, the sort of ukulele, nice kind of beach vibes and then into a double kick pedal and it's just the filthiest tuned down guitar. <laughs> the switch is that instant, but also so smooth. Because there were a lot of troubles with like uh, tempo of the song. We had to uh, make sure that uh, the soft parts and the metal, metal parts are kind of the same tempo. And uh, with the tuning of the guitars, it was a whole other story uh, because uh, Yogi had to uh, to tune down the guitar like really hard. <laughs> it was a challenge. But thanks to Yergi and to Tim, uh, we have what we have and they did a brilliant job. Tim is actually a huge sound nerd. <laughs> he uh, knows a lot about like sound design, sound engineering, and uh, he is also a huge fan of uh, Ming Gordon, who did the Doom soundtrack. And uh, so he tried really hard to uh, make it sound like uh, it was something that Ming Gordon would make. I meant to ask you on our Count 3 episode, Pandas, how do you balance creative freedom versus creating art of already established characters? For example, here, you're taking the Doomslayer and you're inserting them into the Animal Crossing style. Yeah, that's kind of fun thing to do, to uh, redraw characters in different styles. And... Uh, it was quite challenging with Doomguy since he has this detailed armor with a lot of plates and the colors uh, do not differ that much. Yeah, basically, I kind of make my own rules on how I want the style to look like in Animal Crossing. All the animals, they have big uh, hats and small paws and I basically... Do did the same thing with um, 
Um, With the Doomslayer. Yeah. Another thing I was curious about. So Doom Crossing releases on YouTube in mid-April 2020, just under a month after the launch of both games. So Elias, from your perspective, how much you feel timing plays into the success of one of your songs? You know... With Doom Crossing, do you think the Chalk Eaters were in the right place at the right time? Sure, <laughs> we were. Uh, Doom Crossing was actually, like, I think it's it's a huge chunk of luck <laughs> uh, that uh, everything came together with this project, uh, that uh, we managed to re- release it on time, which is rare for us, to be honest, <laughs> because we really uh, always, you know, um, try to do the best production possible. Uh, and uh, it usually takes a lot of time, a lot longer than we usually expect. But yeah, in this case, uh, we tried really hard to release it on time. And a month later, people were still talking about uh, both franchises. It was a good time to release stuff like this because it was uh, in the middle of uh, the COVID lockdown and that's uh, actually, I think, one of the reasons why Animal Crossing got so big. I mean, the, the latest game, uh, because it's uh, the perfect game for just relaxing and uh, and also meeting people like in some kind of online uh, presence. It's though very hard to uh, always try to do stuff on time by uh, when uh, the meme is not dead yet. <laughs> so one last question then I'd like to ask people that worked in these animations is what is your favorite part of the video that we've discussed today? So yeah, Pandas, what's your favorite part of Doom Crossing? The drop in the beginning uh, was cool when the our style changed. Uh, and same question to you, Elias. As you might know, uh, the video on YouTube, it doesn't cover the whole song. <laughs> like uh, this was uh, one of the reasons why we managed to do it on time is that we cut the song uh, in half <laughs> and just made the video for the first half. And uh, uh, so uh, to be honest, uh, my favorite part of the song is the second part that didn't make it into the video. <laughs> Because the the second Doom part where uh, it's it's like, uh, I could say that it's Doom Slayer singing, but it's not actually him. It's this voice that you hear in Doom. I turned it into this uh, in the first age, on the first vacation, eternal rage he unleashed upon a full plantation. I think I really like this part of the song, how it turned out. Uh, we hired um, the guy who could do this voice, <laughs> uh, and it was very, very similar to the one that you hear in Doom. This is my favorite part. <laughs> now, obviously, an important part of videos on the internet is the comment section. So I have gone through one by one of all 60,000 comments on Doom Crossing. You have a lot of time. I do, <laughs> don't have a lot of time in my hands. Uh, but yeah, I've gone through all of them and I've chosen a few to read to you both. So uh, the first one here is from Mr. Top Hat Channel. And Mr. Top Hat Channel says, Isabel singing Big Freaking Guns gives me energy. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, that is Natalia Natchan, a.k.a. Pinky 
who did the vocals for the uh, Isabel section. Yeah, she's amazing. I, I, I love her voice so much. Her performance is always so on point. Yeah, we worked with her on different occasions. Uh, she also did uh, vocals for Pheromon video <laughs> uh, and also uh, The Breathtaking and uh, It's Gamer's Christmas. It's all pinky. Derek Casey commented and said, someone make this into the most chaotic yet wholesome anime and use this as the theme, please. <laughs> Have you ever been tempted to expand one of your songs into a, a sort of an animated series on YouTube? Or is it strictly, no, you're like, no, we stick to what we know and what we know is music and creating songs. Well, if we would make like animations, it would take a lot of time. And I guess I like uh, working on smaller projects more like we do one song and then we move to another song and it's, it can be completely different style. Another comment here from Dirk underscore mage who says a nice mixture of wholesome peace and bloodshedding chaos. When I saw this comment, I was like, one question came to mind, I guess. Is there ever a concern, Alias, with being demonetized? <laughs> Obviously, the Isabel sections, very nice, very happy. Uh, the Doomslayer sections, it's not like over the top or anything, but we know that YouTube can bring down the hammer for the smaller stuff. But there, there are sections, those Doom sections, they have a bit of gore and a, a bit of blood, I suppose. So yeah, w with something like this, are you ever concerned about being demonetized uh, I'm concerned all the time <laughs> because uh, for I think for every single of our videos there is some uh, potential uh, reason to demonetize us uh, or mm. I, I don't know to, to do something with Doom Crossing I, I don't really remember but I'm pretty sure that knowing that I'm as paranoid uh, about all this stuff uh I think I researched it and thought that it's okay. Lovely. Well, yeah, thank you very much for your insight, both of your insight into uh, Doom Crossing. But now it is time to begin the winding down process. And we begin the winding down process with a little quiz. Yes, it is time to test your knowledge, Alias and Pandas, on one of the main characters of this very cartoon. So it's time to find out how well do you know Isabel from Animal Crossing? So let's play a quiz. We go back and forth. Question for Elias, question for Pandas, question for Elias, question for Pandas. And then final question up for grabs for whomever gets it. Of course, uh, cast your mind back to the last time we had you on and Pandas has had bragging rights over you, Alias, <laughs> winning 2-1 the last time. So let's see how you both do with Isabel from Animal Crossing. Pondus already mentioned that she didn't play neither of the games, and uh, <laughs> so did I, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I played a bit of Doom, I played a bit of uh, New Horizons, uh, but uh, not a lot. <laughs> Let's see how you both get on. Elias, uh, why don't you start us off? So, yeah, first round, questions on the character of Isabel. So, question one. Obviously, when you play Animal Crossing, you get to know quite a bit about the characters. Even if you haven't played Animal Crossing, I'm sure you're, you're aware of that. So, <laughs> can you tell me, Elias, when is Isabel's birthday? Um... Uh, 
Okay, it's, I don't know, March 20. <laughs> no, not March 20th. Um, Pondus, would you like to to take a, a guess as to when Isabel's birthday is? Oh, wow, I have no idea. <laughs> Isabel's birthday? I mean, you're kind of close with March 20th, Elliot. It's December 20th, so just a couple of months. <laughs> so out. close. A couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pondus, your first question on Isabel she shares her birthday with her twin who is also an Animal Crossing character uh, that maybe you're not aware of but can you name Isabel's twin wow she has a twin it's the first time I I'm hearing that do you want to take a, do you want to take a chance of any name I'll pass <laughs> alias is it Caroline <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not Caroline, but I respect that, you know, just jumping in. Yeah, if you don't know what to say, say Caroline is the common rule for this stuff, yeah. Um, no, her twin's name is Digby. So round two, you pr- should probably do better on this one as this is questions related to uh, Doom Crossing itself. So, Alias, what is the first line that Isabel sings in Doom Crossing? The life was quiet. All around. Well done. One Cute nil. little island. Well, oh, you, you could do the whole song. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well done. Point on the board for Alias. Um, Pondus. What is the last line that Isabel sings in Doom Crossing? Oh. Hmm. Come on. This is easy. <laughs> uh, maybe we are one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, t- together we are one, one, one. Uh, well done. So yeah, you are one, one now going into the final <laughs> round. So this one up for grabs, whoever can take it. Um, so in Japan, a couple of English language educational videos were created where Isabel would teach the language. Um, in one, she mentioned a drink that she likes and it's kind of recognized as her favorite drink now by players. Uh, it became a little bit of a meme in and of itself. So can you tell me what that drink is? Is it biscuit? Jack Daniels? I'm going to give it to Pondus. She got in there quicker. <laughs> it is indeed whiskey. Yes. Yeah, I remember I drew Isabel with whiskey in one of the scenes. Well done. Well done. Pondus, you're... you're 2-1 today, but overall 2-0 against Elias in our Rogue Pixel quizzes. <laughs> so yeah, good job. But now it is time for our final segment of the show. This is something we like to call In Case You Missed It. And this is where I and my lovely guests tell you, the listener, about something we saw on the internet and that we really like, I guess. So it is just a recommendation from us to you. Uh, so, Alias, would you like to start us off? What is something that you would like to recommend to the listeners? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, anything, anything at all? Um, I could say that I've been... Uh, okay, uh, I, I've been watching Netflix uh, <laughs> recently <laughs> and uh, I stumbled upon this amazing show that is called Conquer Earth. 
this is uh, something like a mockumentary on uh, the human civilization as a whole, uh, told by, I think it's a British comedian, but I don't really know her name. <laughs> But in the yeah, in, Philomena Conk, yes, yeah, she goes yeah, by Philomena Conk, and uh, it is hilarious. D- Diane Morgan is her is is her real name. Yeah, and uh, uh, she she like goes uh, through throughout the uh, through the whole history of humanity and uh, uh, telling facts in uh, this humorous way and uh, conducting interviews with uh, some uh, people. I think they're actual like professors and scientists in uh, some uh, history and stuff, <laughs> and uh, and these interviews are brilliant because they make no sense at all. And she asks stupid questions and gets stupid answers, and it's very funny. <laughs> uh, highly recommend. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pandas, what would you like to recommend to our listeners? Uh, yeah, I think I can recommend um, uh, a thing that I watched recently. It's the uh, animation episode called Lackadaisy. It's um, it was in production for a very long time. It has really cool animations, and the story seems quite interesting. It's just one episode, the pilot. So yeah, yeah. You can watch it on YouTube. I will very quickly um, recommend a YouTube video on uh, the Vanity Fair YouTube channel of all things. Um, but the video is uh, called uh, Succession Theme Song Explained by the Composer. So this was posted a couple of years ago, um, late 2019. And it is a about a 10 minute interview with the composer of the theme song for the TV show Succession. Uh, Nicholas Brittle and I love this video like it is I mean the music of Succession is some of the best on television anyway that mix of classical and hip-hop and the video is just a fascinating insight into how Brittell sort of marries both it's it's fantastic if you have any interest in seeing how the sausage is made when the sausage is you know a TV show's uh, score then check that out. It is terrific. Um, so yeah, now it is time to get you to tell the people where they can find you. So Alias, where on the internet can people find you and, and the Chalk Eaters? Uh, people can find us on YouTube. Uh, if you search for the Chalk Eaters, uh, you, you can pretty much find us uh also on uh tiktok recently we started dropping some stuff there and um twitter instagram and of course spotify uh because we are a music project uh first and foremost so uh if you are into comedy songs about video games in a lot of different genres uh you can check us out on spotify the chalk eaters and pandas where can people find you and your art on the internet? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I post my art there. Uh, just type Pondis or Pondis Dant. You, this way you can find me. Perfect. Thank you very much, 
for coming back on the show, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure having you and getting a bit more knowledge on how you push Doom Crossing together. So yeah, thanks very much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. And that just about does it. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do subscribe and leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. You can also find us on social media. We are at Rogue Pixels Pod. Get in touch and let us know who you would like to hear on the show. This has been a Spudgun Studios production. I have been Colin Ahern, and I'll see you again next week for another episode of Rogue Pixels. Rogue Pixels.